It is the season of gifts we find ourselves in now. And I've found that uh, gift giving is something Mercy parishioners do actually quite well. Pretty good gift givers are out. For one thing, look at the toy drive for the last few weeks has been enormously successful. Truckloads of toys. We could open up our own Toys R Us if we needed to. But the toy drive and other great donation drives throughout the year. But uh, another thing, too, on my mind uh, is, uh, if you just take a look at the rectory, maybe. But no one can say, I'll put it this way, no one can say you don't take good care of your priests, especially at Christmas time. All the... Uh, Christmas cards, all the gifts that Father Bill and I have been receiving these days, really, uh, it's awesome, it's awesome, and thank you so much. Uh, we, we feel the love of our parishioners, so thank you. It is nice to receive gifts. It's nice to get gifts. We all like to receive gifts. It's also nice to give gifts. Uh, it's a nice to, 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 to search for that and find that perfect gift, to find that perfect gift. And uh, I don't know if... Uh, if it were perfect, if there were perfect gifts. But uh, last year, Father Bill and I, we did, we did pretty well giving each other gifts. The idea was to give gifts that we, uh, we'd both use, right, in the rectory for Christmas. And uh, so I found a, 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 a gift of, uh, of nice knives, nice sharp knives to use in the kitchen. So we use those all the time. They're great. Sharp knives, use them all the time. And, uh, and Father Bill had these uh, paddle racket uh, rackets that we use, you know, not as much as we use our knives, but who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> great gift. It's a great gift. Uh, but the best gift that I, uh, the one that I'm most proud of that I've ever given, the best gift that I've given was at a time when I was in, uh, uh, in Rome, and we had a secret Santa going on in our hallway of seminarians, and I drew a seminarian that I didn't know so well. I lived on the hallway, knew him somewhat well, but not well enough to know, you know, what a good gift might be. And so I asked around his friends, I did some digging, what are his hobbies, his interests, and uh, I came to find out that he used to be like an amateur blacksmith, like that was uh, something he would do as a hobby. And he had, in fact, built a little forge uh, of sorts in the basement of the seminary where it was safe. Um, but he had built up this forge. In fact, the only thing he was missing was he was still new to Rome and didn't know where to find uh, forges. Apparently, blacksmith forges need, like, special coal in order to burn hot enough, I suppose. And so he didn't, have, uh, he didn't know where to find that, that, that fuel, that coal. And so I did. Uh, I turned to Amazon. He didn't yet discover Italian Amazon. So <laughs> Italian Amazon... Uh, sells coal, apparently, and so I bought coal, and that is uh, my story of how I gave coal as a Christmas present and got away with it. <laughs> it was actually a great gift. He loved it and was able to do blacksmithing. So giving gifts, though, it's a lot of fun. Finding that gift and giving it and seeing the joy that you bring to another. Christmas is a season of gifts indeed. Season to show the people we care about and love that they are cared about and that they are loved. We can do that with our gifts. It's great. But let's not get too carried away with gifts now. Let's not get too carried away because with all of our uh, gift-giving escapades, even though they're fun and, and joyful and good, and they are still not the full story of Christmas. No, not even close, the full story of Christmas. The angels that we hear about in the gospel today tell us the full story of Christmas. They say to those shepherds, these angels do, they say what Christmas is about. They say today, this evening, a Savior is born for you. Not just for us in general, for humanity in general, but for you, they say. For you, the shepherds. For you, parishioners of mercy. For me, for Father Bill, the Lord our God has been born for us, for you and me. The Lord Jesus is born. So that is uh, of what Christmas is about. But actually, you can say that Christmas is, in a sense, about gifts. Uh, not about gifts, plural, but about a gift, a singular gift. And it's about 
a gift, the gift that is to end all other gifts. It's the ultimate gift. The birthday of Jesus, which is the gift of God himself. We celebrate today the gift of God himself. The gift from the Lord, from God to you and me, each one of us. And it's nothing short of God himself and his divinity. So as good as we are at Mercy parishioners at gift giving, we don't come close to the great gift giver himself, the one through whom all good things come, but especially this, the most beautiful, best gift of all. And whatever gifts you and I might devise and come up with to give and the fun that we have doing that, however amazing we might think that gift might be, all of our gifts, they pale in comparison to the greatest gift of all time, gift of God's own divinity. God's own divinity. What does that mean? God's own divinity. How can it be that he's giving us his own divinity? Well, you see, today, today I said already that's a celebration of a birthday, but it's not just a birthday, or it's not just an ordinary birthday, I should say. I mean, we, we do celebrate a birthday. We have the baby. We have the manger. We have the awesome story we all love. But Jesus' birthday is not a birthday like anyone else's. You see, you and I, when we were born, before that, we had some months in our mom's womb, right? And before that, before our conception, we didn't exist. We came to exist for the first time in our mother's wombs. And then we were born you know, some nine months or so later. And praise God, have a big old party. It's a birthday, right? That's how it is for all of us. But it is not so for Jesus. Because before Jesus was conceived in Mary's womb, he existed. The Son of God existed before that. And before that, He's always existed because he is God. He's the son of God, eternally begotten from the Father. He's always existed. And he chose, from his perfect existence, he chose to change that, to change our history, change our existence by entering into our existence, entering into our humanity, by choosing to be conceived in Mary's womb and choosing to be born. It's unlike any other birthday we celebrate. In fact, God entering into our humanity, God entering into our world, uniting heaven and earth, uniting his divinity to our humanity, the two becoming one. Actually, it sounds a lot more like a marriage than a birthday. That's what we celebrate today, two becoming one, heaven and earth united in Jesus Christ, the incarnation. And this is what has unlocked for you and me the power of grace the fact that God has become man, the fact that heaven and earth have been united, means that we have our Catholic Church. We have our church which grants us all these opportunities of grace, these experiences, these encounters with Jesus Christ himself. We have the Eucharist. We have confessions. We have a sure path to eternal life in heaven because of Christmas Day, because of the Incarnation and the marriage of heaven and earth. All this goes back to this great day of Christmas. All this goes back to our ability to share in the divinity of God because he humbled himself to share in our humanity. That is the gift of Christmas. That's the gift that we celebrate today and tomorrow and the day after that and the week after that and every day of our lives because we are joyful Christians, Christians who can celebrate the great gift of Christmas.